Aloha everyone and welcome back to the Art of the Spotless Mind. So today is going to be episode 3 and it is titled Sitting in Silence. A friend once told me that sometimes the best thing that you can do is just to sit in silence. Sit with anyone else's opinion, sit with your own thoughts, or just to sit with yourself. Sitting in silence has been something that's been on my mind lately, and a practice that I've been trying to implement in my life. But what is silence? According to this book that I'm reading right now called Hawaiian Mysticism by Charlotte Burney, it explains that silence is a form of meditation. It is a way we can reconnect with the earth and our higher purpose. So if you haven't listened to episode 2, Journaling 101, I introduce the topic of the three selves. How each individual person has three selves to them, which is the basic self, the middle self, and the higher self. When we sit in silence, we're allowing access and time for our three selves to communicate. Our higher self can be heard here and can help guide us with our thoughts. So I've recently been trying to sit in silence, which is very hard for me. I'm such a highly emotional person and I like to blame it on the fact that I'm a cancer. But honestly, I just think it's because of how I wish life was like the movies, kind of like romanticizing things. (laughs) So um, growing up in my household, I was never taught how to regulate my thoughts and emotions. My family kind of does this thing where we dismiss issues and then never discuss it again. And it's such a toxic mindset and I really hate that I have to relearn things as an adult age in order to be a better human because I should have been taught this as a kid. But with learning this on my own, I've gained a deep appreciation for self-isolation and learning how to relearn to love myself. You know when something amazing is going to happen and you call up your friends to tell them and everyone has an opinion? Some will support you, some will start questioning if it's safe or not, or some will just talk down to you. At the end of these conversations, you kind of feel conflicted and confused on exactly how you feel. So why is this? It's because you have allowed too many people to know what's going on in your life that now you aren't sure what to do. So I think this is reasonable, but everyone is made up of energy. We all know that famous quote, the law of conservation of energy states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, only converted from one form of energy to another. This is exactly what you do by discussing this with others. You allowed a transfer of negative and positive energy to be put onto the situation. In a spiritual sense, I believe that this energy can change the outcome of what is going to happen because now people are sending you negative thoughts. To me, life is made up of energy and these negative thoughts can change the outcome because of what others are wishing upon you. On a realistic sense, and maybe a more emotional explanation, People's negative thoughts can also make you feel worse about the situation. While discussing this topic with my best friend, she had told me that speaking about hypotheticals actually releases endorphins in our brain that makes us feel like we accomplished the goal. This is an actual study of why announcing your goals can actually be a bad thing and set you back from accomplishing them. So I found this quote that actually makes sense and it's from an article titled, Research Reveals That Publicly Announcing Your Goals makes you less likely to achieve them. If you thought that telling everyone your goals creates accountability, think again. 
So the article states when you write down or think about your intentions, there's a gap between where you are and where you want to be. But when you let others know about it, the gap closes because you artificially feel the same way you should after completing your intentions. This makes a lot of sense to me. I used to tell people all the time the things that I believe, and that's the key word, believe, is going to happen. And then when it didn't happen, it hurts so much more. Maybe it was a bruised ego, but it makes sense on a science level that you already trained your brain to think you achieved this goal, so when in reality you didn't, it's kind of like getting dumped. (laughs) So sitting in silence can be a practice that we can use in these situations, the situations that have to do with your own life. And I guess that can be everything if we really had to sum it up. So let's define what sitting in silence means. So I like to use the book Fundamental of Hawaiian Mysticism to define sitting in silence because I believe Charlotte explains it well. Silence is clearing of the mind so that the dialogue between the selves that I mentioned before and the gather of mana can make prayer actions take place. Silence is a receptive state similar to meditation that contain active elements that make it more like a self-guided meditation. In general, it is deeper than contemplation and a lighter state than meditation. When I had gotten coffee with my friend, he said such an amazing point that I wanted to remember for this podcast. Sitting in silence allows us to listen to our higher selves. Because when we sit in this form of meditation, we allow us to open access to listen to that higher self that can give us proper advice that we need in that moment. So sitting in silence for me comes in many forms. Um, I like to sit in silence because I'm trying to overcome my relationship with anxiety. As mentioned before in my past podcast, I couldn't figure out how to regulate my thoughts and emotions. So... I started to sit in silence in order to learn ways to cope with this. Allowing myself to feel uncomfortable and self-soothe has helped me so much with my anxiety issues. I no longer feel anxious with the unknown. The way I sit in silence with my anxiety issues is to refrain from dissociation and distracting. Sitting and analyzing the root of the issue helped me to cope and understand why my emotions were heightened. Trying to not distract myself by calling my friends allowed my own opinions to self-guide my actions and learn from my own experience. I tried to sit in silence recently too with my relationships and I gotta say it has helped me a lot. So I decided to do an experiment a year ago and this has helped me with the base of how I go into relationships now. And I basically decided not to tell anyone about the person or what I was going through so that I could figure this stuff out. And now I do this all the time. So this form of sitting in silence was not talking about relationships because other people's opinions wouldn't help me romanticize and ignore the green and red flags. So now when I don't tell people about meeting someone or who I'm talking to, I realized I was able to figure out the situations on my own and whatever decision that I made, it was based on what I wanted to do. And at the end of it, regardless of what the outcomes are, you kind of know from now on, you can trust your opinion or you've gone through something and it didn't work out. So the next time, 
you know exactly what to do because you're allowing yourself to listen to your own opinion and not letting other people's opinion affect how you date. So those are from my own personal experiences, but sitting in silence means so many different things. Like, it could mean not oversharing with people, not avoiding our emotions, allowing us to listen to our own intuition and inner voice, sitting alone to reset, and leaning into our introvert side. So what I recommend, and this is all from my own personal experience, from one anxious being to the next, I'm just here to help this conversation with yourself. So what I recommend from my own personal experience, my discussions with my friends, and based on the books that I've read, is the following. So number one, learn to sit with the uncomfortable. Allow yourself to learn to be by itself and with no distractions, because at the end of the day, you will always be left alone with your own thoughts. So it's time to learn to listen and navigate on how to self-soothe and regulate our emotions. Number two, learn to not discuss things with others. Not everyone needs to know about what is going on in your life. I know it's kind of hard to not discuss things with people, but maybe limit yourself to friends that only wish for the best for you. You wouldn't want any other person's judgment or negative energy to affect the outcome. Number three, do not try to dissociate or distract yourself from feeling your emotions. If you're sitting in silence and you start to cry or old feelings come up, allow them to flow. These emotional releases will help you self-soothe and also allow the blockages to be released. Number four, a form of sitting in silence is journaling. This can help you document and also release the thoughts that have been coursing through your mind while you sat in silence. One of the best things, to, like best ways to sit in silence is to also be in nature. So for me, I always go to the beach or I go to the mountains or I just sit in the forest. And the last thing that I recommend is practice breathing. Breathing deep in and out slowly. I'll probably do a podcast with meditation and breathing exercises by an actual person that is qualified to guide you but while you're sitting in silence just learn to breathe slowly in and out to lower your heartbeat so that your emotions and brain can come back to a base level this can help you feel less anxious it can also help you learn to cope in public if something happens how to self-soothe So that moment in sitting in silence can help you for future situations. So I hope this podcast gives you some ideas and also shows you that you're not alone. Sitting in silence can be scary because who likes being alone? But I've learned to love myself all over again and trust myself when I used to doubt the opinions of my older self. So I hope you guys can relate to this podcast and can get some knowledge from it or just learn something new that you can practice. Thank you so much for listening to episode three of The Art of the Spotless Minds titled Sitting in Silence. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day or night and I look forward to future podcasts with you guys.